Attention homos and homettes, the train to the Rainbow Rewatch is officially leaving the station. Please keep your hands, feet, flip phones, and webkins inside the vehicle at all times. If you're not gay, now you are. Congratulations. Get ready in five, four, <laughs> did I scare you? Good. <laughs> My name is Daniel. And my name is Liliana. And today on the Rainbow Rewatch, we will be re-examining Camp Rock and ask the question, was this movie actually any good? Oh my god, that that was like pulling teeth. <laughs> no, it, it was a tongue twister. <laughs> it, it was harder this time. I tongue t- you say it every single time. <laughs> it, was, it was different this time. You changed the words. I did. <laughs> I added Camp Rock <laughs> into that. Um, See? Wow. We're kooky today. <laughs> Kooksters. Um, wow, Camp Rock. I am literally and have so many memories about this movie. I really so love um I love the idea of Camp Rock of it and like all the memes and everything that came out of it. But going back, very different. Oh my god, so cringy. Very slow movie. There- I had the same... It, first of all, it was so long. Mm-hmm. It was so unnecessarily long. And there were so many musical numbers that didn't advance the plot. And there were so many just scenes in general. So which many scenes. were completely unnecessary. No. So many characters that had one scene, but like mm-hmm. they were really important for like one scene. Mm-hmm. Like Lola and Peggy. Yeah, They're yeah. Like so important. And you know what I think upsets me about this movie? Mm-hmm. Which I think is the same problem I have with High School Musical. The premise is powerful mm-hmm. like oh my god girl going to like a uh, uh, camp where you learn how to be like a pop star and like whatever i'm like okay that's a concept yeah and that sounds very interesting like her like going through all these different challenges and like uh, like you know there's a lot there but they spent the whole time talking about like the social dynamics and peer pressure and shit and i was mm-hmm. like oh, you lost me you lost me at the serious stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It wanted to be a fun time. It just wasn't very believable that Mitchie would just drop all of her friends and just be friends with these, like, mean girls. Like, and speaking of, mean girls did this plot way more believably. And, um, and yeah. Because they did it gradually because Mitchie in this one, she was like, the the girls were like, you want to sit here? And she was like, yeah, okay, bye. Yeah. I'm joining you forever. Yeah, like I literally no wouldn't back. just drop my friend. No. Even if I just met her. But like, it's very clear from the start that Caitlin is much more down to earth and like nice. I know. Than the other girls. And I get the whole like, you want to be friends with the popular girl thing. But that's not very realistic and true to real life. And also like, just very cringy. Like yeah. watching Demi Lovato play out that plot line where she like, abandons everyone in her life to like try to be cool was so uncomfortable to watch yeah and i think it's because of how extreme it was like mean girls they did it slowly and gradually and you and you heard katie being like oh my god i'm ridiculous but also i'm enjoying this a little bit like you see her start to like mutate into the mean girl Mm -hmm. versus like mitchy it was like she's just not that girl but she's trying so hard yeah but she lied to literally everyone yeah with her mom being at the camp too she could have just said it was her uncle her uncle was the one who was the president of iHeartRadio. yeah what a, that was her dumb ass fault yeah why don't she be like oh i have two moms true. she should have said that she had two moms true true not not on top of it also i never gave a flying fuck about what anyone else's parents did for a living did you no but that seems to be something that okay listen also we both of our parents true are like do like upper middle middle class professions yeah, yeah, yeah. um so there might be different dynamics at play there yeah. however no i never i never personally gave a shit but like i'm thinking about glee remember season four with fucking Marley and her mom was the lunch woman. And oh she was God, like, right. mom, you're disgusting. And you're, you know, because it was like a whole That's thing. That's literally the plot of this movie. I know. <laughs> I know. And Camp Rock did it first, actually. But Glee did it better. <laughs> Glee did it longer and made us suffer through that. Yeah. Poor that poor woman. I know. 
I know. At least in this one, it was the Wizards of Waverly Place. Mom, she doesn't care. Who we love. She's a MILF, so. She's, yeah, she's like, I'm fine. Yeah. My catering business is taking off. Wait. A plot hole? Not uh-huh. a plot hole, but just like... I love that Disney Channel movies have like a different set of rules. Like their universe exists in this like different place. Uh-huh. Like, for example, the movie starts and we have to believe that a week before this really exclusive top tier camp starts, mm-hmm. A... Mitchie can just sign up and go the next day to camp. Mm-hmm. This really exclusive, super top tier, whatever. And also, they didn't have anyone with giving them food already. They needed yeah. to hire the mom. They didn't already have catering set also, up. Also, how'd she get a job in a day? That did, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. She literally, in one day, she was like... They didn't uh, taste the food? Yeah. I'm just confused. And also, your kid gets to go not for free discounted rate mm-hmm. and has to work in the kitchen so what's the benefit and lives with the mom yeah she they made her live with her mom that's you're working you're yeah. just working if you're, you're living be, you're paying for camper, free labor yeah you're paying to work and like occasionally get to sing yeah it was bonkers but i love that in this universe like everyone's like oh yeah cool you got a job the same day mm-hmm you're going to camp the day before. I just love that. And it I should have been like a month here. or two. At least. Like the last day of summer. I mean the last day of school. No. And listen, I went to a sleepaway camp. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like that exclusive or that nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would like sell out. like, Or at least there would be a cutoff because it's like a hassle to add another kid. Uh-huh. Like, thank God, at this top-tier exclusive camp, they just had an extra bunk in the popular girl's um, cabin. Also, um, no counselors. Just no the, counselors. Just the two directors. No, no counselors. They lived in a cabin by themselves. Yeah. You put four teenage girls in a cabin by themselves. No wonder everyone hates each other. No, no wonder. I don't know. I'm like, is this what really expensive camps are like i don't know you pay for no rules you pay for no <laughs> rules yeah literally um, um do you want to do a, synop- a fun fact oh the synopsis. The synopsis yeah we basically just gave the plot of the movie but here True. it is a teenage girl played by demi lovato desperately wants to send her summer in a rock camp but the only way she can get in is by working in the kitchen when a teen pop star overhears her singing he sets out to find the girl behind the voice, and what? along the way, she discovers how to be herself. Oh my god, that's so beautiful. Thank you, I added that last part. Yeah. <laughs> um, can we talk about how this is the plot of The Little Mermaid? <laughs> did you think that too? I thought that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Her I voice. think they did that on purpose. Because really? right after they started the whole, I need to find the voice, there was a scene mm-hmm. of Joe Jonas and Demi Lovato in a canoe in the lake, like in Kiss the Girl. When they come out on that fucking boat going through the swamp, Mm -hmm. it's just like that. I was like, I think this is an homage. I think that's on purpose. Demi and Joe. Demi and Joe. We got it recast. More like Eric and Ariel. Mm -hmm. Halle Bailey, watch out. What's her her last name? Halle. It's Um, Bailey. It's Bailey. Halle Bailey. Halle X. Chloe. (laughs) <laughs> her, last name, her middle name is X Yeah um, No But this movie honestly I agree that it was very slow And I um, I think there were too many songs Yeah And also The most unfortunate part Was the Jonas Brothers mm-hmm. They were so unfortunate in this film All of them It definitely It was definitely stunt casting Yeah. Definitely should have been Like someone else Is Joe Jonas handsome? Yes He is a heartthrob Is he a True. good singer? Yes is he a good actor? Kind of. Is he a good dancer? No. Absolutely not. Um, Demi Lovato can't really act. Yeah. Nick Jonas cannot act. Oh my god, that po- but he was like sixteen. What was he? He was in Scream Queens. Nick Jonas. Yeah, he played this gay guy in Scream Queens. He did not. He did. He and he did joined. Not. Um, he joined a sorority. <laughs> Here's what I'll say: Beefy Nick Jonas. Oh, love best kind of Nick although Jonas. i don't love his um his wife priyanka yeah why i don't know she's problematic 
Yeah, she seems kind of girl bossy. Yeah, I think she like um, she acted in like Dif- commercials for skin lightening stuff, for like skin bleaching stuff, which is really unfortunate. Oh no! Yeah, that's very unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know. I feel like she's supposed to be famous, but I I haven't seen her in that yeah. many things. I don't know if she... I think she got started as a model. Um, because I've never really seen anything big with her in it. I just saw, like, um, yeah. the Sharkboy and Lava Girl, which we need to do. The Sharkboy and Lava Girl um, sequel. She was in that? Yeah, she was, like... Oh, some, girl, so her career is not going well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no. And she was horrible. She was not good. I believe it. Um, But, yeah. I've seen her in, I think, one movie, and it was an Amy... Not Amy, um, Rebel Wilson movie. Um, um, the one where she gets trapped in a romantic comedy. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I it saw was, it on a plane. It that's a plane movie it, to it. It is. It is because it's so dumb and it it's doesn't make so sense. So dumb. It was so stupid. Did you watch it on a plane? No, but I watched would. it on. I watched it on the ground. <laughs> but it seemed like a plane movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the other Jonas wife, of course. Oh my God, the Sophie one legends. Um, Sophie Turner, who who came out as bi, I believe. Okay, listen. If we had to elect a king and a queen oh, of them. America, it would be them. It would be them. If, if Sophie I Turner, personally... she's not American though. She's true, true. She could still be the queen. If I could, if I could elect, if I personally could pick, yeah. But if we <laughs> together, Wait, if like we all be... voted, it would probably end up being like Kim and. I don't know. Do you Chloe? really think we would elect them Kim and, Kim and Queen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm shaking. Wait, who could it, who would you actually think? I feel like 10 years ago it would have been Oprah. Uh-huh. But, yeah, but who would have been King? There's no real men. It's always just women. Be Oprah. Who, would, who could it be now? Who's um, like a celebrity that we respect? Lil Nas X. True. <laughs> Did you see... Uh, Someone called Colin Jost and yes, yeah, and Scarlett Johansson like America's royal family. I'm sorry, no one likes them. No, we all don't like them. That's yeah. the point. When they were when she came on Drag Race, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" Scarlett Johansson so was on famous. Drag Race. She did like a call-in on season thirteen. She did a call-in. Was one of these like thir- Zoom ones? You was know? season thirteen the, the one, one we Jada? just watched? No. The one that just happened with Simone. Oh. They were doing an acting challenge. You're right. You're right. I remember They were like, any questions you need to ask me? And then Colin Joseph was like, yes, pop off, queen. (laughs) Like in the corner. We're like, Colin, don't do that. Colin. (laughs) That's our king. You pulled that out of the recesses of my mind. I did. You know who could be king also? Uh Uh-huh. What's the actor's name? The guy who plays Don Draper. Um, John Hamm, right? He could be king. He could be king. I, I would elect him. him king. Yeah. I don't know why. I trust him. Um, I trust that man. I trust him too. I trust him too. I feel like he has good political opinions. Um, Angela Davis. She could be mm, a queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd be a good queen. She'd be a good queen. Should we give a fun fact? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back to Camp Rock. Back to Camp Rock. Um... Camp Rock was only supposed to star Joe Jonas and not Nick and Kevin Jonas. But once the director saw their chemistry together, he decided to add them to, to the script. What chemistry? That's a fat lie. The director flat out must have lied about that. Yeah. He must have been like, because obviously they casted him because the Jonas Brothers were popular. Yeah. And in two, they had like a breakout in 2007. Yeah. yeah. So of course they're going to put them in the movie. Kevin was a Kevin was the best actor. Yeah, he played the stupid guy, the stupid character. He is stupid in real life. Yeah, remember when he had had his own reality show? He had his own outside of the Jonas Brothers. You don't remember this? What was it called? Something like married to uh, something. Kevin's Wild World. It was like he had him and his wife married to Jonas. Mm Hmm. Because I think he was the first married. I guess right. Yeah. Mm. It was just about his relationship with his wife. 
Danny Jonas. They're probably very boring relationship. I know. I'm like Kevin. Kevin, poor Kevin. Po- Could you imagine being like so obviously the ugly one? I feel like that's how um, Louis and Ellen Direction feels. True. Just like Louis obviously is the, the ugliest ugly one. one. And he's not even like, like they're not even ugly. No, Kevin Jonas and and Louis are not ugly. But it's just compared to. Like, Nick Jonas was, like, the heartthrob for a while. Joe was the heartthrob when we were kids. But then once they started, like, getting older and, like, I remember one time Kevin released this. I mean, Nick released this, um, this, like, photo shoot, this underwear photo shoot. And, like, you could see his dick and, like, he had, like, rippling abs. And, like, that was, like, everyone, every girl's phone screen for, like, a month. It was, like, a Calvin commercial yeah yeah i am looking it up so fine show me the abs oh my god right right. no he's very handsome yeah he's very handsome absolutely oh my god he is grasping his penis now i need to he is grasping it yeah you have to look it up i wonder if there's any joe jonas jonas underwear Oh no, my god, he's very attractive. So... No, because Joe Jonas is still. I think Joe Jonas is probably still the most attractive one for me. Mm-hmm. For me, but Nick is very, very attractive. Nick is very attractive, but I feel like. Oh my god, he is so cute. Who Nick? Yeah, but I I agree because I'm that... obsessed with Sophie Turner. As right. we all know. Oh my god, they're so, and I think Joe Jonas is probably by too. Yeah, prob- they give by by couple energy for sure. He's like they would pick me up in a bar. Mm-hmm. We love your vibe. Yeah. Oh my god, I would literally, absolutely shit my pants. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he's super super attractive. Um, not in this movie though, because his fucking hair, Joe Jonas's hair. Oh yeah, that was really tragic. It was so tragic. Um, I love Nick's like perm, but um, Nick's I did not love. Moment. Joe Jonas says, like, weird swoopy thing that everyone did. Yeah. Can I tell you a memory I have about Nick Jonas? Please tell me. I used to go to, like, a hormone doctor. And on the wall, there was a poster of of Nick Jonas Mm -hmm. talking about some diabetes medication because he had diabetes. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Nick Jonas, he has diabetes every time because I saw that poster, like, all the time. I went to that doctor a lot. Um... He has diabetes. Oh my, Can you believe it? He's so brave. He's so brave. He's part of the LDBD. <laughs> I would gladly, I Get would rid gladly of the replace the, the, the G with the D. <laughs> I would too. We'll round them all up. We'll shoot them by one by one. We'll round them all up. Force them to eat a lot of sugar. Turn them into D's. Period. <laughs> Period. House time boots. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, Fun fact number two. During a Reddit Q&A, Joe Jonas admitted that looking back, he wasn't a huge fan of his dancing in Camp Rock 2. He said, my dance moves in Camp Rock were so terrible, I thought I was killing the game too. That is so tragic and just a lack of self-awareness. I just love at the point in the movie where they're, they're playing off this character like he is, he thinks he's the shit. He thinks he's the biggest star he mm-hmm. deserves the most like that's the whole point of that character at that point mm-hmm. he walks into the rehearsal he's like really rude to everyone he's like get a hat get a microphone and see if you can keep up and he kept saying hurry yeah hurry, hurry. come on guys hurry as they're like getting and then he leads this like dance and he's so bad he's so so cringy awkward 19 mm-hmm. year old boy who just learned how to dance. And then that poor guy who tripped at the end. <laughs> then he was like, take your sticks out. Yeah. <laughs> and then he drummed on the ground. He was like, sick moves. Um, He was like trying to inspire this guy. And I was like, he's definitely better than you. Yep. True. Why would he be dancing with drumsticks in his pocket? If you fall, then they break. <laughs> or they like stab you. True. They jam into your skin. When, when I was watching this... Uh, my brother was with me and we saw him like in the beginning scene he's like drumming on the school mm-hmm. bus and Phil goes yeah that's what music school is like um, <laughs> people just drumming everywhere and I was like wait 
Really? And he's, and then Phil goes, no. No. So no. he just lied to me. I mean, I can't believe you believed him. I didn't believe him. I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> and he was like, I was lying. Oh, my God. People, it's more like people rocking around, um, carrying their music theory home and complaining about all the music theory that they have to do. True. And then you get into a conversation like, oh, because I'm a blank. Oh, I play the, play the trumpet. Um, no. But in this, this camp, I don't know. They, they were so bougie. But I was like, why are they paying for this experience? I don't think they're learning much. Yeah. It mainly I, seems like them doing their own thing. Like, literally, there was a lot of scenes of them, like, practicing by themselves, yeah. rehearsing by themselves. It was more so just, like, here's a stage. Would you ever have gone to a camp like this? <sighs> Definitely not a music camp. Um... A social media influencer camp. Oh my god, camp. yeah. <laughs> a hot girl camp. I don't know. I would have been fine with just going to a normal camp. Or like, I don't know, any of my other like special interests. But like, all my other stuff is just like TV. Yeah. Let me go to an anime camp. We <laughs> <laughs> just dress up all the time. It's just a lot of cosplay. Oh, like, um, this is, is this like French Woods? I work with a girl who went to French Woods. Is she terrible? <laughs> no, she's fine. She's fine. Oh, good. But I like told her about like all the other people that we know who went there, and I was like, "Aren't they all terrible?" It's just—it's not that everyone who goes to Frenchwoods is terrible. It's that most people who go to Frenchwoods are terrible. It's mm-hmm. just the general vibe. It okay. So everyone who doesn't know Frenchwoods is this like theater performance camp that everyone who lives within a three-hour radius of who does theater knows someone who goes to Frenchwoods. Mm-hmm. If you go to a high school within three miles of three three hours of where I live and you ask if they know someone who goes to Frenchwoods, they'll say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because they talk about how much they love Frenchwoods. Guys, they miss camp. But they act like it's this like super professional whatever. But I'm like, honey, if you're putting up a show in a week, it's not a super professional whatever. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't trust the process. Yeah. Like I'm doing, I'm, I'm directing a show right now. Um, of middle schoolers mm-hmm. and it's great and they're really cute and it's a lot of fun but we're like putting up a show in three weeks and they have four hours of rehearsal I'm like that's less time than a professional fucking cast has true what do you You're expect from these ringer. and I never had any interest to go to a theater camp I love theater I love it mm-hmm. I was just like that sounds like hell more so uh, the people oh, for sure. would be the worst part because, like, expressing yourself and, like, doing the musical stuff is, like, so fun and cool. Yeah. But the people. Do you remember um, after Fiddler on the Roof and, like, all the blue class drama and everything, um, a bunch of kids wanted to, like, put on their own show and, like, do it at Reese Park? So this was in middle school? This was in middle school, yeah. So uh, we had this drama between two casts of Fiddle on the Roof because one cast thought the other class was being treated better and they started a revolution. <laughs> like they were fucking in Les Mis. Wait, they wanted to do a show in a park? They were like... They wanted to do like a show. summer show and like just do it in like our local park and just put it on themselves. Can you imagine? They would have done like next to normal or something. <laughs> in eighth grade. <laughs> they would have fucking oh done Spring Awakening no, <laughs> or hair. <laughs> they literally, they would have tried to do hairspray or something. Oh my God. Um, but they're the oppressed group because their <laughs> cast was. <laughs> it's hairspray except with blue cast blue oppression. Cast and white cast, yeah. <laughs> the fucking blue cast. No, it's too much. Uh, should we take a break? Oh, wait, yeah. we have another fun fact. Oh, yeah. We have one more fun fact. Um, Fun fact number three. Peggy wore 14 different headbands. That's the fun fact. She did that. She did that, guys. The fashion in this movie was so funny. It was a trash. Wait, um, let's I, we talk about that after the break. Sure. What'd you guys say? I saw a fun fact that might be, that might not be true. I don't know, because you know how the internet is. You, yes. But this movie may have been in part sponsored by Aeropostale. You're lying. So that explains everything. You think so? It was on IMDb. <gasps> and if it's on the internet, then it must be true. Wait, that would make so much sense. Right. Because this was like right when Aeropostale was trying to convince everyone that they were cool. Yeah. 
No, I believe it. The fashion was like, like Demi Lovato at certain points is wearing fringe sort of like Ugg boots, mm-hmm. black jeans, and a long red t-shirt. The layering, like, not cute. No. And I think everyone wore that in middle school. Like mm-hmm. they were spot on with the fashion. True. Because it was just what was going on. But it's just like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, why do we dress like this? It was all like graphic tees for the boys and like lots and lots of layers. There was the infinity scarf phase. Oh my God, Kevin wearing that Oh yeah, ew, ew. Like it was Remember when shawl. all the theater kids were dressed like that? Not so much at our school. That was a stereotype for yeah. sure. Just the skinny, like really gross and friendly <laughs> scarf. Like all gray. Very Jesse St. James. Mm-hmm. You took the, you literally took the image right out. That's why I was envisioning the fucking infinity scarf exactly. and the beanie and the exactly. beanie. I saw this girl on TikTok say if she was Addison Ray and she had Addison Ray's <laughs> impact, okay. she would she would go buy an infinity scarf and just post one picture of it on Instagram, Bring and then back. boom, everyone's wearing infinity scarves <laughs> because she brought back yoga pants. Addison Ray, mm-hmm. I guess. What would you want to bring back? Oh my god, so many choices. Mm-hmm. So many choices. I would bring back... Because they already brought back, like, the feather extensions. <laughs> they did. Um, I would bring back, like, classic a classic Ugg. Just a really? classic Ugg. And, like, just so I could see people looking ugly. And I would bring back, like, um, those brightly colored sequins, sequin shirts. I don't know if you remember Yes. Them. Like, they'd be, like, bright blue or, like, bright pink. And also, I'd bring back those shirts that had, like, the, the monkey on it, the happy monkey. Yes. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. Um, what would you bring back? <laughs> All of mine are, like, joke answers. <laughs> like, life is good t-shirts. Those are funny. And Heelys. Heelys. But, like, honestly, I never got to wear Heelys. Same. I, I have no... Maybe I... Yeah, I have no experience of Heelys. I want to try the Healy. I think a lot of my trauma is sprouting from me not getting Heelys when I grew up. Like, we were denied. Our we're, true selves. Our true, our true, true marginalization. We're is part that... robot. <laughs> and we were denied because of the our, euphoria. Yes, because we are part robot. No, I would bring back Heelys. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Also, I would bring back, um, like, um, zip pants. The pants that you zip and they turn into shorts. Oh, oh my God. Up, they turn Do you into know pants. what me and Phil would always call those? What? <laughs> oh, my God. This girl from our school. We'll bleep that out. We'll bleep. Um, we have to remember to bleep because we, sometimes we say we're going to bleep something out and we forget. We do, we do. This girl who wore like elf ears and like zippy pants. She Honestly, iconic. No, but like, no judgment. No judgment. If anything, I applaud her. <laughs> really, if anything. Okay, to circle back into Camp Rock, but also going off this train mm-hmm. about like the whole theme of the movie is like being yourself and whatever. I wish I was someone who in high school or even let's talk middle school mm-hmm. was like immune to peer pressure. I think I was like, I was very individualistic and I did do my own thing, mm-hmm. but also like I wanted to do things if other people were doing them. Yeah. I was very peer pressurable. And yeah. if, if something was super weird to do, like wearing elf ears, you would never catch me dead. Yeah. Even now, but only if I think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I could not. So, like, Mitchie's whole struggle of, like, trying to fit in. I was like, it's so cringy, but also, I kind of relate. I do get it because also I am a serial liar, so I, I understand. But, like, I'll lie about, like, stupid stuff. Like, I, I like, made everyone like, believe that I was at a Jack Harlow concert last <laughs> night. I did not go to a Jack Harlow concert. My favorite is when you post memes of this, like the text screenshots with no. <laughs> and it's just not text that like present to me. No, no, and you <laughs> don't say that they're yours. I, okay, exactly. Thank you. You don't because say. I don't say they're mine. I just put it on my close friend story to make people <laughs> think that I did it. <laughs> but they weren't sent to me. I got them from Twitter. <laughs> I'll retweet them on Twitter too. You will, and no, I'll see it on your story, and I'm like, huh, that's so interesting. I. 
that's really weird that someone said that to her. And then I see it on your Twitter and I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's a good game. Uh, it really is a fun game of truth or dare with myself. <laughs> Two and truths and a lie, world. but everything's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Three truths and no... Three lies and no <laughs> oh, truths. It was good. It's a good try. Um, Could you imagine if I was three truths, no lies? I'd be so much more annoying. It's just three fun facts. <laughs> like our show. Like our show. Mm-hmm. Three fun facts, sometimes four. Um, no, but I like. I definitely found this movie too cringy for me to bear. Mm-hmm. Like when she was like in the kitchen and Joe Jonas walks in and she like doesn't want to see him, so she like sticks her face in a vat of flour. Oh yeah. What? And it's like, oh my god, just got he he got and flour. She, and then she was surprised that he recognized her. <laughs> it's just you with no flour on your face. It was like it wasn't like a disguise. Yeah. It wasn't like a disguise. Like and people then who later think when she, they put on a hood, yeah, yeah. People won't recognize them. Then later she when Caitlin started working in the in the kitchen, she put like what? Like a bunch of hot dog buns on her face or something? Like tortilla chips. Tortilla chips. Honey, how long was that gonna last? <laughs> You're buying yourself like five seconds hiding <laughs> behind a bag of tortilla chips, and now you have to explain why you hid behind a bag of tortilla yeah. chips. Just embarrassing. Honestly, super super cringy. The lies keep building up. No, Demi Lovato's character was kind of an antihero. She lied True. to literally everyone. Deadpool. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Her Deadpool arc. <laughs> Her Deadpool arc. No, it was just like, why was she? It, <sighs> And I did not think she was, like, a super rootable character. I wasn't yeah. really rooting for her. I was more so rooting for, like, um, I guess Caitlyn. I was rooting for Caitlyn. Yeah, and, like, Connie. The mom. I was rooting for Connie. Mm-hmm. I was rooting for Peggy. Mm-hmm. Peggy and the other girl. Had been sidekick girl, yeah. Of Tess. No, I definitely just didn't care much about... Demi's role, Mitchie. I don't also, think what Demi a name, is a great of, actor. No, and what kind of a name is Mitchie? Yeah. They were like, we want a name that could be a pop star name. Also, Mitchie? what's what's her name? Michelle? Mitchell? Because you don't get Mitchie from Michelle. Michella? Michenda? True. Mitcherina? There's Unless no her name is alter. just Mitchie. It probably is just Mitchie. It's kind of embarrassing. Like, what does that mean? No, it's not a good name. Come on, Connie. Do better. Do better. You have a normal name. Also, what's Connie short for? Constance. Interesting. I do love that name. Constance? Mm -hmm. It's kind of sickening. It's very um, American Horror Story Asylum Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I think there was a character in American Horror Story um, Murder House who's named Constance. I think Jessica Jessica Lange. Lange. Yeah. Yeah. Sickening legend. Now, if Jessica Lange was in this movie, be much better. It would be much better. Mm-hmm. It would be much no, because the acting was just kind of bad. Even Tess, I was like, you couldn't have found a like a bitchy girl who's a better actor and a, one who could dance. Yeah, I think Camp Rock Two is better. Um, is Tess in that one? Yeah, she's like nice, nicer in that one. But then there's the rival camp, and I think they um. I think she sort of like bitches at them, which is like, girl boss, you go girl. Yeah, she's like on our side now, so we're yeah. okay with it. Yeah. Using and she's just suddenly nice because, and we're supposed to feel bad for her just because her mom doesn't like her. But I was also like, your mom's a superstar pop star girl and she came to your final performance? That's, that's, that's enough. That's, yeah, that's like, she probably has a very busy schedule. Yeah, if my like, mom is Ariana Grande. <laughs> But, like, I get why she was sad that her mom never called her or whatever. That's super sad. It yeah. is sad. But your mom came. So she had to pick up the phone. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, she should have done that. But that's, like, what's going to change you into a nice person. Okay, girl. Pop Go off. off. Pop off. Girl boss. Miss Miss Thing. Miss Thing. <laughs> but, honestly, the, the queerest part of this movie, hands down, is mm-hmm. the relationship between Demi Lovato's character, Mitchie, and Allison Stoner's character, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Caitlin's like her one of her first friends at camp, and Tess like a Tess. Mitchie abandons Caitlin for Tess, and they get like in a little fight, and they're like, "Ugh, we're enemies now." And then they become friends. But they were like very, like they had scenes where they were like angry at each other, and I was like, "Oh my god, mm-hmm. the sexual tension." 
I feel like this movie would have been much better without without Joe and and Demi's relationship. But like and if it would have been made more sense thematically for her to end up with Caitlin. You it know. It would have been so much better. Because then they would have been friends to enemies to friends to lovers. To lovers. That's so and they were sapphic. so and it's just like it's so rare. They're both queer. I'm mm-hmm. like they're they're both queer. True. So usually we're seeing the opposite of any queer representation. It's like queer roles, straight actors. But here we got some queer people. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I wish Disney Channel. It would have been so important to see queer shit. It would have really made so much of a difference. I know that's like sort of the whole point of this podcast, but like mm-hmm. it would have made such a difference if I saw something like that. Because you know I was just watching Loki. Right, right, right. And there was a little throwaway comment about how they both Lokis like men and women or have engaged in, you know, relationships or otherwise with men and women. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, wow, that's really cool. And then, like, some of the kids who I'm working with at the junior company thing mm-hmm. that I do, um, at the show that I'm directing, um, we're talking about the show. And I was like, oh, shit, these 13-year-olds, if they were watching the show, they were exposed to that and, like, yeah. saw that this cool character that they like is queer and mm-hmm. it's also not like a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, that would have made a difference. Yeah. It really would have. Cause back to the whole peer pressure thing. I, part of the reason why I didn't come out or feel comfortable a was because I didn't understand my sexuality until right. very late. Right. But B because that's not told. I wasn't told that that's normal and yeah. that everyone was doing something else. So I was like, okay, I'll do what everyone else is doing. Thank you very much. Yeah. A surprise. Currently, a surprising amount of stuff of queer stuff from Disney. Yeah, like on High School Musical, the musical, of the series, mm-hmm. and as you just said, Loki, and in the next Thor movie, there's gonna be like another queer character. Really? Yeah, Tessa th- Thompson's character. Yes, mm-hmm. Queen. I think Disney's trying to like. I don't know. Disney plays this very interesting woke game. They do. Like this movie, like in a lot of Disney Channel movies from the 2000s, what's very interesting about it is there is diversity mm-hmm. and representation. So for for for, a, for the time and what we might think Disney Channel was doing, like there's a surprising amount of at least racial diversity. Yeah, yeah. But limited to like side characters. Yeah. So it's like it's very performative allyship. I feel like is Disney's brand. Mm-hmm. Um. Which I guess is better than nothing. Like, I guess it's better to see Loki be like, I'm queer, than for him to be like, I'm straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For no one to ever say that they're queer. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, the intent. Mm-hmm. But it would have just been nice to have, like, a queer storyline in a Disney Channel original. Yeah. That would have been important to me. Come on. In Jump In or Luck of the Irish. And now we got Luca. Which is which is a colossal queer bait. They don't even fuck those those twelve okay. year old mermaids. Don't even fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get canceled. Obviously, I'm joking. No, I know, I know. <laughs> um, uh, but so many people have, have we talked about Luke on the podcast? We did. We a hundred percent did during the right when episode. my Joe when my brother walked in <laughs> and he started talking to us about it, but. He didn't have a mic, so. <laughs> I think I edited that out of the podcast. Okay, good, good, good. Um, just messy, messy, messy. Messy, messy, messy. Um, and I just, I love that. Allison Stoner in Another World would have been on this podcast today. Mm-hmm. Oh, true. If we, like, pursued that. <laughs> okay, but also, like, I don't know. She's doing her thing. She's doing her thing. She's so cool. We could get her for another thing for, like, Zach and Cody. Jack Cheaper by the Dozen? Yeah. You know what movie I kind of want to do? Mm-hmm. Night at the Museum. I love Night at the Museum. I don't know. Do I, do I think there's anything queer about it? No. Well. I will watch it. You know, there's this really, really, really popular ship with Night at the Museum. Between the two, the two little guys. The two little guys. Between Owen Wilson and the other guy. That I believe that. People love to ship them together. 
I'm like, it makes sense. It does make sense. You know what's also pretty gay about it? Mm-hmm. Rami Malek's in it. True. I think he's just in the second one, right? No, he's in the first one. He's in the first. He's the, yeah. he's the um, mummy. pharaoh, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, word. Because the whole time the mummy's like screaming. Mm-hmm. And Ben Stiller's like, whoa. And then he opens him and it's Rami Malek. Like he super is. hot. He's ugly hot. He is ugly hot, but somehow he's so hot that the ugly is like hot. It's just his like little bulging eyes. You know what I mean? But the features, like he has ugly features, hot composite picture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just works together. It works. That's but what ugly separate. hot means. Like when it's just truly like, like Pete Davidson's a little ugly hot. He's more ugly. Hmm. But there's some hot. There's some hot, there's some flavor. They come, mm-hmm. how it comes together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a disgusting salad. But when you eat it all together, you're like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll continue to eat this. Yeah. The dressing is just a little tangy. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little strong. It got left Ooh. out in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's take a quick little break. Then mm-hmm. we'll be right back with some more Camp Rock. Hey, damn. Hey. Do you want to hear a fun fact? I would love to hear a fun fact. And this is very cringy. This is about Camp Rock. It's about Camp Rock. Okay, good. And it's about me. Oh. I used to go to this camp called Camp Comb. Do you know Camp Comb? This this is the camp that you tell me about, right? No, it's not a sleepaway camp. It was a day camp around here. Mm -hmm. Um, And they did like... A theater, like you could be in like normal camp mm-hmm. where you spent like a week and just like with kids doing activities, or you could do like theater camp, which was like you just did like a bunch of theater games and dancing and like you put on a musical number that oh. your parents could see every week. Yeah. Um, and one week, one summer, I must have been going into third or fourth grade. Uh huh. Um, we did Camp Rock that week, and I insisted and and secured the role of Mitchie in the show that we were doing. And I, like, wore a wig, and I sang This Is Me. Is that, Are you lying? No, I'm 100% serious. And I was, like, maybe eight or nine. How have you never told me that you did drag? I was going to tell you earlier today, but I was like, I'll wait till, the, till we get on the pond. And I, I've been dying to find a picture of this or something, but I haven't been able to locate one. But I fully did a performance where I sang This Is Me in a wig. This is me. Wait, why did you need the wig? Because <laughs> I was Mitchy, and also you know my mom. She was like, true, "We gotta get true, your wig," true. and I was like, "Well, your mom oh, okay. was was Charlie Brown, right?" In a production of Your Good Man, Charlie Brown. She was. That's We're like, okay with gender swapping in this yeah. household. I think she thought it was harmless fun, and it yeah, was. Yeah. But I did drag. Well, you're gay now, so. <laughs> she should have known right then when when she was like, "Do you want to put on a wig?" And I was like. Okay, fine. Yes, thing, girl. <laughs> oh my god, my edges are smashed. No, literally. That's what I said at eight Wait, years that's old. That's so funny. It was. I love that. And like, it's almost cringy for me to say it, but I'm like, no, that's cute. No, mm-hmm. it's cute. It's cute. It's very cute. Yeah. But it feels cringy to like realize that I did that. And at one point, I definitely didn't think it was cool, but I guess I didn't give enough of a shit to care. True. I was like, I want the lead role. Mm-hmm. And I got it. So did you put on like just the individual musical numbers or did you do like some more of the show like one or two like you know like the big ones the highlights uh-huh like maybe we it was like 10 15 minutes so you get like the general story yeah i don't remember i i, I really mean you were you were remember. eight right i was very young i don't remember anything i did at that age no i was definitely like nine or ten but that's um, like iconotry it was cute it was very cute. Mm-hmm. And so I have a soft spot for this film. Oh. It must have been when I was 10 because we were 10 when this movie came out. So this movie did make you gay. It did, honestly. We also did, um, a different time we did, uh, what's the number in High School Musical 2 in the kitchen? Um, I don't remember, but it's, it's what, it's like a good one, right? It's a good way. High School Musical. God damn it. We are totally not really qualified on these topics. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of like memories, but I can't, yeah. I can't remember the song. Google is qualified. Work this out. Right. I've got to work. Work. Yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, we did that one, and I played Zeke. Love. I love Zeke. 
he's a cute one. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we're talking about Camp Rock though. Um, Tess, she's sort of could be a gay man. She because you know in High School Musical the musical the series they have a man play they have a boy play Sharpay. So I was thinking like definitely if this movie like was released now-ish there would have been some queerness in in that trio. There would have been at least a a gay sidekick, mm-hmm. a gay backup singer. And my my friend um one of my trans friends and I were talking about how like in like Hollywood um both just like actors just living their daily lives and in like movies and stuff there's like this surgence of like trans best friend mm. like the same way how like gay best friend was a thing mm-hmm. and like they have one on on gossip girl like mm. one of the because there's like a trio on that and one of them is trans um and like i always see like celebrities out with like their one token trans friend and stuff so i think that's interesting i mean i love the representation but oh to have are you saying to have like one backup gay guy in there yeah 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 Yeah, for sure i hate that and that's what i was feeling about the rep the uh, racial representation of this movie yeah i was like yeah they're they're like two friend groups right there's the not cool and the cool the not cool is caitlin mitchie i think her name is lola she sings that song in the beginning yeah and then like the two kids who rap yeah. But they don't have any speaking lines. The only people in that front group who have speaking lines are Mitchie, who's Demi Lovato, who's white, mm-hmm. and Caitlin, who's Alan Sassoner, who is white. Mm-hmm. And then the other friend group, okay, they're they're a little more diverse in that one with um, Peggy uh-huh. and the other girl. I can't remember her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Tess and Mitchie, who are the two lead characters in that group, are both white. I feel like Disney always follows that like structure. With all of their original content. That's literally what High School Musical is. It's always, like, it's the same archetypes being played by the same races. Yeah. Which, like, yes, it's representation, but at the end of the day, it's pushing, like, harmful, like, rhetoric. Because the leads are white. The villain is white. Those are the three main characters. Mm -hmm. It's teaching people that white people are bad. And they're villainous. That's true. That's Disney's true. that's the true racism. (laughs) Okay, turf. No, literally. That's how turfs talk. <laughs> Hope they get better soon. True. That um, was so funny. <laughs> Dan sent me this hilarious um, picture uh, of, like, this really muscular ripped guy with, like, Snapchat font over it. Like, just found found out what the turf is. Like, hope they get better soon. <laughs> and I've seen tons of stuff like that. It's always, like, a really, like, buff, hot guy. And it's, like just found out about the wage gap like i'm literally i'm gonna go cry did it start with the one that was like oh my god don't kill yourself you're so sexy well you know he's gay have you seen really the stuff of him yeah he's like flaming that's hilarious yeah yeah so funny very iconic mm-hmm. i love the little snapchat memes um what else did to talk about about this movie i'm trying to think of like just interesting things that happened i feel like it was just not a very interesting movie it wasn't. I it, do love the um, What It Takes song. The who's got what it takes to make me me glow. Who's saying that? Lola one? sings that. Oh, game. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a good yeah. one. That was another one of the songs that I, that I have on my phone that I always listened to when I was a kid. I can't recall any songs other than This Is Me. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they pl- played in the movie, I was like, holy shit, this is all coming back to me. Mm-hmm. And too cool is just such a bop. <laughs> too cool for you, All the songs Tess sang. Yeah, she was like me, 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 me. Just I'm like, amazing me. I was like, these lyrics could not be more, <laughs> more obvious. It's just one note. Yeah, <laughs> there's like no way a camp would let that girl go up there and be like, "I'm better than all of you. I'm cooler <laughs> than all of you. You're all lame. I hate all of you. And you can't like, join my friend group." Uh, she's like the star of the camp. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I'm like, that's obvious. And the, yeah, the camp director was so blind to Tess's shenanigans yeah. when she planted her charm bracelet and said that Mitchie stole it. Yeah, she's poor. Although you know what's the they. They did have a very good conversation about classism, I will say. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very strong. Um, but at least it was there. The message was like, if you're poor, you can still feel rich every once in a while. 
I think that's sort of what the message was. But they yeah. definitely, um, it was a good conversation about like feeling ashamed and yeah. being proud of just like who you are and where you come from. Yeah, that was a good good theme. Mm-hmm. A good theme for sure. Um, very gay. Very gay. And like her hiding her true self. That's very that's gay. That's very gay. And that's honestly a lot of, I feel like Demi Lovato could relate. True. It's very interesting, just like their journey. Yeah. Um, and it's so, it's so, you know, Demi Lovato is a very controversial figure, I feel yeah. like, for many, many reasons. Well, they got canceled here and there and then uncanceled. Because you remember when they beat up that um, background dancer? I don't remember that. So literally, like, they admit to it in um in an interview. I don't know if you know this TikTok sound. It's like, and in that moment, I knew I was about to beat a bitch up. <laughs> no. It's, like, so funny. Um, I don't remember what it was over. I think, like, a background dancer, like, stepped on their toe or something. Oh, or, like, no. Or, pushed them out of the way. Like, they beat the background dancer up? Yeah, like, in the studio. Okay. Demi Lovato. Well, then there was the whole thing recently where they were like, frozen yogurt triggers me. Or like, lo- like sugar-free ice cream triggers oh. me because it's triggering like an eating disorder issue. So you can't offer sugar-free ice cream. And she like... I mean... She like attacked this one shop. And it was like a small business, I'm sure, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, I, I get it from a purely theoretical standpoint. I get it from an emotional standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. But like in practice... Okay, Demi Lovato reveals reason... Um, they punched dancer. Oh no. Um. So it was in the it was in like a documentary on Netflix, mm. and um. So it was on the Camp Rock Two tour. So it does tie so, into huh. this podcast. That's crazy. So she was young. Yeah, and it, they she were was like already. Um, so, oh, there, sir. They were young beating someone up on the tour. Yeah, they were already doing... They were already, like, having drug issues at the time. Right. So I think and eating disorder issues so early. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, like... That poor person. Disney is just so crazy. No, and that's why I'm, like... I have a soft spot for them because they've been through so much. But also, they're kind of a lot. Yeah. But Poot... <laughs> Poot was the best meme. Well, you know they got so mad over that, right? <laughs> I believe it. Literally so funny. Like, you're a fat whale. Remember that whole thing where Demi the, God, Demi the Vado called someone a fat whale? And it was totally fake. It was totally fake. That's literally my humor. Because you know, like, our whole friend group would be like, would call each other fat whales. Which is problematic of us to true, do. True, true, But we did that, think that was hilarious. I tell that whole saga to anyone who will listen. About... But the fat whale thing, literally, like I went up to a meeting greet and and Demi Lovato like flicked my clit and called me a fat whale, <laughs> and like people clit. believed it, and like Demi even posted like this did not happen, which is so, it's so obvious, and it's like that's terrible. You're gonna ruin this poor person's career mm-hmm. over this fake story that I, I'm sure it was a troll thing, but oh my god, it was too ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. Um, but we forgive Demi. Um, it makes me think of... This is not really related, but... I saw her release a new album, and Chris Brown was featured on it. I was like, Chris, you remember what he did, like... We all know. Publicized on television, yeah, basically. Like, literally, he bragged about it. And he did it multiple times yeah. to other women. Yeah. He's, he's an abuser. No, it's very um I thought her was supposed to I thought her was like um like socially active and like And only men were featured on her album. I was like Okay, but isn't your name her? Yeah. <laughs> she could be something? the only her though. She's the only her. True. True. No, it's too much. Um that made me uncomfortable. I was like her yeah. don't do that. Yeah. Messy. Messy, messy, messy. Okay, so I found the I found the reason. Oh, what's the reason? So, um so one of the background so they had a big party, Demi was on Adderall, um, weed and um and and they were drunk. 
And um, one of the background dancers, whose name is Shorty, she told, um, like, someone who was in charge, one of the adults on the tour, that Demi was, like, doing all, all these drugs or whatever. And um, it says right here, um, the next day I was in a lot of trouble. I remember going to Kevin Sr. and saying, listen, I want to thank whoever told on me because someone someone told on, on them mm-hmm. because I know they were just worried about me. I just really wanted to know who told you. I manipulated him into telling me who it was and he said it was Shorty. And then the next time they had rehearsal, they they just beat Shorty up. Which is... I mean, like, I understand they were struggling with drug abuse, but, like, you can't be beating people up. No. Especially, like, and I don't know. And I'm sure nothing happened because they needed Demi for the tour. Yeah. So then Disney probably paid off Shorty to be, like, hush-hush about it. Yeah. That's wild. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, I did not remember that. All I remember is Demi stepping off of Sunny with a Chance Mm -hmm. because they just couldn't do it anymore. Right, right. It was too terrible for oh my god! I remember really liking Sunny with a Chance when it was on. That was TV. a good show. Mm-hmm. No, and Demi Lovato was like an iconic pop star. She was like totally. They were talented. Yeah, they were talented. I love. They are talented. Um, they are talented. I loved the Skyscraper album, and I loved yes. the the album with Heart Attack on it. I don't remember. Heart Attack is yeah. a great song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so many good songs. No, they're iconic, and they're a very good artist. Yeah, totally. Um, and I'm glad that they've been having sort of a career resurgence. I'm glad that the Jonas Brothers are having a career resurgence. Yeah, totally. And they were smart. They were really popular. They went away and mm-hmm. came back. They were like, hey, remember us? Mm-hmm. We used to be cool. Yeah. And then they, they capitalized on the nostalgia so well. Mm-hmm. They knew I... that now we're spending money. People people who were their fans are like now of spending money abilities. True. I loved... um. I did love Joe Jonas's bands that he was in, like dance DNC. Who? Joe Jonas. Remember who was in, when he was in that band and they did "Kicked by the Ocean." Oh my god! And they were on Grease Live. Oh, they were on Grease. I did Live. like that band because I do like "Kicked by the Ocean" and the other songs. That's they did. so interesting. And then he like faded out of that, and then all the Jonas Brothers came back again and everyone went wild. And now they're like uber celebrities again. Well, didn't Nick Jonas do some solo work too? He was, I mean, he was in that ad. True. He was in that ad. He was in that ad. It would be weird to do that ad with his brother. (laughs) Commit group project guys for Connect 3. We just all grab our dicks in a line. (laughs) Don't look. Grab each other's dicks. No, too far. Too far. far. I caught myself. There is, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's. You're gonna look right now. Jonas Brothers fanfic, right incest fanfic. Jonas Brothers. You know, you wouldn't even have to look it up. You know, there's some Jonas Brothers incest fanfiction. Brothers, incest. <laughs> I'm just gonna look up Jonas Brothers incest and see if there's anything. <laughs> okay. Immediate. Oh my God! There's, there's an Urban Dictionary word for Jonas cest. Is the term used for fan fiction concerning members of the band, the Jonas Brothers, in homosexual relationships with each other? As the members of the band are all brothers, these relationships are also incestuous. incestuous. Thus, the term Jonasest comes from combining their name, Jonas, with the word incest. And then the prompt the best Jonasest is pairing. Joe and Nick, though Joe and Kevin sometimes works. Better yet, Joe, Nick, and Kevin. That is too much, and I love that you were like, I'm just going to look up Jonas Brothers Incest and see what comes up, and there's a whole Urban Dictionary entry for there's, it. There's a whole genre. There's a whole genre. Oh my god, that is disgusting. I am so not surprised. Oh my god, I can't. I feel bad for Nick, for Kevin, though. He's even left out of these. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, oh, you know most of it is is Joe and Nick. Oh no, what what'd you see? This one is this first one that popped up is for Joe Jonas and Nick Jonas, and then also Chris Hemsworth and Liam Hemsworth. What is the and Lil Nas X is in it? 
Wait, what? And Daniel Radcliffe is in it, and and Darren Chris, and Tom Holland, and Sean <laughs> Mendes, and Aaron Taylor Johnson. It's I like, think that's the weirdest inclusion. Yeah, Aaron it's Taylor like Johnson. the boys in the band, but just queer baiting celebrities. Yeah, that is wild. I'm like, there's another with Niall Horan. Well, we can get into. Harry uh, Harry Styles fan fiction a whole other time. True. One Direction fanfic. Um, wow, that is disgusting. Oh I God. love that people were definitely watching this movie obsessing over because the, the Jonas Brothers were huge. Mm-hmm. That's not, let's not understate how huge they were. So people were definitely watching this movie for them. Um, yeah. Do you have any like queer moments? Anything that like resonated with you? Um, I really liked, I really liked the two songs. Um, what it takes and too cool, and I would I would always like sing those and like pretend to be like the girls from it, and I liked and like Tess was just part of that like classic archetype of like girl boss, cool bully who like you probably <laughs> shouldn't like, but like there's just something iconic about her, who just like I loved. You know what I mean? She was kind of sickening. Um, what about you? Um, this is like one that I actually have an answer for. Mm-hmm. I think Joe Jonas was one of the few men that I acknowledged I had a crush on, mm-hmm. like that I knew I thought was attractive. Because mm-hmm. I, when people were like, which Jonas brother was the most attractive, I had an opinion on it and I felt compelled to share with people mm-hmm. that I I knew and thought that Joe was the hottest. Mm-hmm. Again, in this movie, his hair was very questionable, but he grew out of that face. Short hair Jonas. Joe. Joe short hair Joe. I love him with um like a buzz cut. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, he's so fine. And so like maybe not this movie specifically, but just like Joe Jonas was kind of important to me cuz it was like definitely a moment where I acknowledged that I was attracted to this person mm-hmm. um even if I didn't know what it meant. Mm-hmm. And he's still so attractive. True. His thick eyebrows, he's a man. He is a man. He is he's a, man. a man. He's a little on the short side, I think, cuz I know Sophie's fine. taller. But um I'm okay with a little cookie of a man mm. it's kind of cute um what would you yeah exactly what would you rate this movie um i would rate the nostalgia that i have of this movie and the idea of this movie at like a seven but then i would make the movie itself like a four so like a joe jonas x <laughs> nick jonas x kevin jonas fanfic, <laughs> fanfic. i'm uh, i think i agree it's about a four for me yeah it has good songs. It has funny moments. Yeah. But there were too many cringy things. Yeah. Too many bad actors. Too much bad. And which is surprising, the bad choreography and dancing, because I think Kenny Ortega did this, who did yeah. High School Musical. Yeah, right. And in High School Musical, they all weren't dancers, but he hid it well. Yeah, And yeah. this one, he did not hide it well. Yeah. They really put Joe Jonas on blast. I guess because there were more backup dancers in High School Musical, and in this there was just less people to work with. True. Um, True. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, and all the funny moments in this were, like, accidental. Or, like, just, like, because they are just so cringy. Yeah. You know? Like, you know what I laughed at? Mm-hmm. When Peggy was singing her solo at the end, and they like have these like flashback scenes of her in slow motion, just like standing in the back looking annoyed. <laughs> what I kind of hate about movies, this is one of my pet peeves. Just when about a, movies? Yeah, movies in general. When a movie will flash back to something that happened earlier in the movie, <laughs> do you think I forgot? It happened 45 minutes ago. <laughs> like, I don't need you to remind me of yeah. this. You're so right. Do that you know is what annoying. I mean? Yes. Like, it's just kind of an insult. Like, I remember. It's degrading a little bit. Yeah. And, like, obviously, if she's having her moment, I'm going to compare this moment to, like, the moments when she was dejected by Tess. A hundred percent. I don't need you to show me this. Yeah. It's and showing they- and not t- it's it's showing and not telling, right? Is that the way? Well, or usually no, it's telling you prefer- and not showing. But it's telling and showing at the same time. Because <laughs> she literally is singing a song about how she feels like she's not in the spotlight or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let her just sing the song. Because this is why it didn't work and that this is a symptom of why this movie is not good. Mm-hmm. Is because, yeah, the plot's stupid. It's a Disney Channel movie. But... The songs don't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk about Get Your Head in the Game. Uh-huh. Get Your Head in the Game is about him 
being unfocused in the things that he normally does because he has these new interests and this new person that he's liking and he's confused about, right? Mm-hmm. The song means something and he's not just singing about basketball, basketball, right? It's like it ha- – but all these the songs in this movie were like floater sort of yeah. songs. And then the one song about a girl who was like, I feel like I'm being left out, they like shoved it down our throat with these flashbacks. Yeah. All the other songs were like, I'm popular. Yeah, it was like, I'm, I'm cool, I'm cool. Okay, but also, like, she was only popular because she said she's popular. She was a bitch. That's how you do it, though. True. Like, I th- I think about this all the time because there are cliques, even in, like, preschool. There's just one girl who everyone wants to be friends with. Mm-hmm. And you know why they want to be friends with her? Because she doesn't want to be friends with them. It's it. They go, I don't want to be friends with you. And everyone's like, she's cool. She's cool. She doesn't need my friendship. Thus, she must be more valuable than me. No, literally. I love the psychology. That's what Tess did. Mm-hmm. She was like, you don't, you can't sit with us. And then everyone's like, oh my God, let's sit with her. Kind of mind of a master. Kind of mind of a master. I, And that's why she is an iconic character and those archetypes are iconic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we've reached the end. Yeah. If you've enjoyed this episode of Rainbow Rewatch, please, please... Um, give us a follow at Rainbow Rewatch on our Instagram and TikTok. Um, and you can f- uh, go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, five stars, mm-hmm. please. Five stars or Poot Lovato will appear at your the foot of your bed at night. Flick your clit. <laughs> <laughs> and call you a fat whale. Yeah. Um, or maybe we'll just be sad. So just give us a five star review. Mm-hmm. Um, because we care. We scare because we care true you know what i mean yeah um and tune in next time when we review something else not to not to give it away but it does involve the supernatural what we're gonna review next it's edgy it's you could say it's edgy Mm -hmm. you could say it's bloodthirsty Mm -hmm. you could say special guest you could say you could say you could say. You could also say it's going to be a mess. <laughs> True. It will further develop our MCU. It will add another very good pocket to our MCU mm-hmm. because right now we're really fleshing out Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. We got Kim Possible, Camp Rock, High School Musical. Like, we're going with Disney Channel for a bit. Now we're moving into dystopian, supernatural. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You know, I, I had an idea. Mm-hmm. I think for the last episode of this season of Rainbow Rewatch, we should do a tournament style of all the movies we watched and figure out what the best or movies and TV shows and figure out what the best one is. I love that. Like we just like talk it out. Yeah. And we figure out what's going to. I feel like that could be a good finale. That'd be fun. That'd be a fun finale. That'd be a fun finale. Okay. Well, think about it. See you guys. See you. Bye. Uh Love you.